0: All right. Welcome to the Big Texas Podcast presented by Texas Young Republicans. I'm your host, Jordan Overturf, bringing to you a very, very special episode. This is our first ever episode that we have video for. We're going to actually start pushing these interviews out on Facebook. Uh, We're going to put them on YouTube, of course, uh, but we've finally, through the advent of technology, figured out how to uh, sync up in these uh, recordings where uh, just, I mean like you care about the inside baseball. It's a zoom meeting that we figured out how to get the video put in a nice presentation. So that way we can throw it up on the web and you can enjoy it there. And you don't have to worry about going to iTunes. Although, you know, I'm still old school podcast. So, you know, I, I still listen to, to the old uh, iTunes podcast method. Uh, I also listen to a few on Spotify too. Uh, So wherever you're getting this, we do appreciate you for listening and taking part. Um, if you are quarantining right now, good time to be listening to podcasts, you know, uh, so that way you're not just watching Tiger King over and over and just, you know, turning into Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where you've got all the red strings and you know exactly where everyone was at the time when, you know, when Joe was actually not trying to, uh, I don't want to get into it anymore. Anyways, uh, check out these podcasts. We've got a lot of great stuff coming up. Some big interviews that we're going to be releasing this week. I'm going to hold off on announcing on our very special guest for the TYRF live event this Thursday, but that information will be coming out soon. I promise you it's going to happen. I will get it to you as soon as I am able to release it, but for now... Make sure you are checking out the TYRF live events on Facebook. Uh, we've got a bunch of fun stuff that we're doing where we're just engaging with people via these Zoom meetings, uh, having discussions with you know party leaders, as well as we'll be having panel discussions with uh, candidates, with Some of our elected officials. We're uh, also going to be having some fun doing uh, some movie night trivia for members only. If you're a young Republican and you haven't gotten those details, hit us up uh, in a private message on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just let us know you'd want to be part of this thing and we'll make sure we get you connected. But uh, a lot of fun things that we're just trying to do bring some fellowship. As we get through this quarantine, people are starting to get stir crazy. So let's have a little fun with it. Uh, I will be looking forward to watching National Treasure. I'm a big Nick Cage fan. Uh, uh, I'm more of a National Treasure 2 fan just because I like Helen Mirren a little bit better. And she adds some additional dimension to the story. But I digress. Uh, I'm sure I can take it up with the committee. In any case, my guest today is brendan worth and if you don't know brendan he is our chaplain for texas young republicans federation uh he was recently installed and he is uh, doing his part to make sure that young Republicans are making sure they are addressing their mental health at this time as we go through this quarantine like I said folks are starting to get stir crazy we're seeing the tension uh, boil over in the form of some of these protests or just some of the you know vitriol we see taking place on social media you know people are cooped up they're ready to get out get back to their normal lives and we certainly understand Brandon reached out to me and said hey I'd love to talk to wires about this He's got some great tips on what you can do to make sure that you are not going stir crazy. Uh, We also get to talk about his book, Handbook to High School Christianity. Uh, This is his guide uh, to building a powerful Christian uh, relationship. Uh, through your prayer, through your teen years. This is specifically for high school age students, but I think it speaks to a great conversation. If you're a parent and you're looking for a way to engage uh, with your kids on this level, this book may be a great way for you to begin that conversation. So we talk about that. We talk about his kids. Of course, we talk about Tiger King. We can't get enough of Tiger King. Uh, but we also talk about a few other things. So I really had a great time talking to him. I think you'll enjoy this conversation as well. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Tyrf Chaplain, Brendan Worth. So, Brendan, thank you for joining us. How are you and the family doing during this quarantine?
1: Absolutely, yeah. We're uh, we're doing doing pretty well overall. Um, the kids definitely are ready to be able to get out and do more stuff, but uh, I. Overall, I work from home, so anyways, even when we're not in quarantine, so that that aspect hasn't changed, but uh, but we're definitely definitely ready to be able to go out again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of folks are starting to really feel that itch. Uh, the protests around the country certainly show that that, uh, that tension is building uh, uh, elsewhere, so I'm glad to hear things are all good with you. How long have you been chaplain uh, for Texas YRs, and what is your role uh, as chaplain for Texas YRs?
1: been chaplain in Texas YRs, uh man, it was just I think it was just before December when I was I think maybe so maybe it was around end of November I think is whenever I actually stepped in. Um and uh as that role is I'm I kind of am the I do all the invocations and, and things like that and I'm also get to be kind of a voice of uh of you know spiritual care and stuff like that for the for the YR's.
0: Nice. Yeah. And I know uh, you, you've you been there to give the invocation at our quarterly meeting. Uh, Hayden, for some reason, I don't know how he could have forgotten you. <laughs> for shame, that chairman, I tell you, sometimes we've got to keep an eye on him. Uh, but, but that's great. And you'd reached out to me and you said, Hey, you know, with the podcast, we're reaching a lot of young Republicans or or Republicans in general, and you were kind of concerned about self-care and how people are dealing with, uh, you know, just the mental aspect of this quarantine. So, uh, you know, what are your general thoughts on that? And what do you think folks could, uh, could be doing right now to help, uh, take care of that?
1: Yeah, you know, I know that during during any time where there's any kind of crisis, there, it's very easy to um, to go down, kind of down a hole, really, I mean, with lack of a better term, um, and, you know, specifically because right now so many, especially, especially young Republicans, you know, a lot of us young professionals and maybe don't, you know, don't have other people who are with us or whatever, and so we're alone a lot, and that can if you don't have a plan in place for self care in a time like this, it can, it can cause a lot of things, you know, depression, it can cause, I mean, they say the suicide rate is up. And so I just, I think that it'd be great for us to, you know, to be able to know really how to care for ourselves in a time like this, because it's so unique.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, so what are some specific things that you have done uh, for you and your family uh, in this regard?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've got like, kind of a, a general seven things that we've kind of done and one of the biggest things i think that for me personally because i my personality i'm a pretty uh pretty driven go-getter type person i like to i like to do things um my wife will tell you that i like to do all the things that's just that's just me um but a big thing right now is is not exhausting yourself right um right now we see a lot of a lot of different courses and stuff like that all coming out that are you know self-improvement I'm i'm personally in the tech world and so Um, so, you know, there's a lot of new languages or or languages that you can learn and stuff like that for coding. And so I'm big on, again, do all the things. And so, um, just not exhausting yourself with trying to do these things because, oh, this is, this is what I should do because I have all this extra time on my hands. You know, if it's something like stop and do something you actually enjoy and not just something you should do, um, it's probably the biggest thing uh, that I have. And also just having a routine in general. Um, it's something else we've done for me personally, my routine, I'm a morning guy. And so, uh, so I get uh, up about 6 a.m.
0: How dare you, how dare you, sir?
1: what <laughs> so my wife said right after, uh, right after we got married and she found that out. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get up about 6 a.m. And, uh, spend time, I read my Bible and, um, kind of just spend time by myself. I'll also exercise not nearly as much as I should. Um, you know, I, I tell people I work out, but really that's you know, every once in a while. But, uh, but you know, just actually having that routine and and something that you can kind of look to every day is like, Hey, I I got this done. Um, and, uh, ironically, the next thing is get active. So even on days where I don't work out, I always try to get outside and, um, you know, take a walk, do something to get your heart rate up a little bit. So you're not just sitting watching Netflix all day and, uh, you know, allowing your mind to wander. Right. Um, I'm all for binging, binging shows, but, uh, but definitely get out there and get active.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, real bad about that. I, I think I need to start like walking to get the mail. I got one of these neighborhoods where the mailbox is far away. So maybe just a walk to the mailbox and back wouldn't hurt me. Right.
1: Yeah. There you go. My kids actually with my daughter, I have, so I have a four year old daughter and then a one and a half year old son. And uh, for them, that was something that my daughter from when she was real, real little, we started doing as a family and like, Hey, we're going to go check the mail. And it became a big thing. And so that guarantees I'll get out of every day because if I even remotely mention outside my son, now he's going to have start screaming the word mail. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> There you go. Well, so you got a few more uh, recommendations for people, don't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So a big thing too, especially, especially for us as young people is honestly have boundaries with social media and with media in general um, definitely don't bury your head in the sand. You know, some people say that and they're meaning like, Oh, I'm I'm going to shut out all social media. I'm going to shut out the news. I'm going to shut out everything because I don't need that negativity. I mean, if you do that, then you're kind of, you know, you're going to miss a lot of things. Yeah. So don't, you know, don't bury your head in the sand, but also don't let that be the only thing that you're say you're taking in every day because if all you're taking in is the junk that's put out by, you know, by stuff, you're only reading how many people have died and you're reading how many people are sick and how, you know, everything, you know, you have one person who's on there saying, Oh, everything is just fine. And you have the other person on there who's, Oh, everything is terrible. And you know, everything's going to hell in a handbasket kind of thing. So, you know, have boundaries to those things. Don't bury your head in the sand, but, um, focus. And this is kind of my next point is focus on the positive, you know, um, take a minute, like something I try to do every day. Uh, you know, cause there is, there's all the junk out there and, um, I try to take at least one minute every day, like before bed or when I first get up and I try to think of just a few good things that have happened in my day, you know, and that could be something as simple as, Hey, when my son came up and gave me this big old hug to something, you know, I, somebody, you know, I, I, got an extra, I got a bonus on my check or something like that. Um, but just thinking of something positive because a positive outcome is never going to come from a bunch of negative thoughts. For sure. You know? And so, um, so that's a big thing. For me too, and also on that point, take the time to encourage someone else. Um, you, you know, if you notice if you are on social media and you notice somebody you know you like something about somebody, like they you know got a haircut, oh well, I guess you can't do that right now, but uh,
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, <laughs> look, Commissioner Bush got a haircut from his wife and he looks just fine, okay?
1: <laughs> there you go, <laughs> my wife is wanting to do mine, so that'll that'll happen soon but (laughs) oh my gosh
0: yeah there's a lot of youtube haircut uh views going on right now I, i that's a prime uh viewership
1: yeah absolutely um but to that point just you know if you notice something about something good about somebody tell them because realistically i mean any i think i think everybody would agree you know when you when you do compliment somebody um most of the time, it makes you feel really good too, right? Because you're, again, focusing on the positive. It may not be for yourself, but it's for somebody else. And, uh, and so, yeah, those are kind of my, my big ones that I, that I laid out there.
0: Excellent. Well, uh, you know, hopefully people can start to follow even just a few of those to turn their day around. Uh, You know, I I definitely like the idea of starting out your day thinking uh, of a few positive things that, uh, you know, have happened or possibly that could happen through the day. You know, uh, whether you got goals and stuff that you set for yourself, there's still small goals you can uh, set for yourself personally. Uh, you know, especially on the getting active side of things, I know it's really easy to just sit by the wayside, but uh, I've seen plenty of videos pop up on social media explaining how you can do just simple things at home. So uh, hopefully people are doing that uh, and, you know, not being like me and eating nonstop garbage uh, for weeks on end. <laughs> So, uh, you also, uh, we wanted to do this anyway, so I'm glad we're getting the opportunity to do so now you actually put out your own book, right? You, you know, I did. so, uh, Congressman Crenshaw, you're not the only Texas young Republican who can, <laughs> uh, put out some literature for the folks. Uh, tell us about this book you've got.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so my book is a uh, handbook to high school Christianity. Um, so obviously it's, you know, it's geared towards high school students. Um, I actually, I actually came to faith right before my freshman year of high school and, um, which was a huge impact for me. My, my background was not, um, was not a great one. I had a lot of, um, a lot of trauma as a child and, um, and stuff like that. And so right before my freshman year of high school, I actually, I actually came to faith and really just kind of jumped all in. I tend to be an all or nothing kind of guy and, uh, and I was, was no different with my faith. I, I jumped right in and, um, I really though, as a high school student, you know, they get told no all the time right like no don't jump off that thing at least that was me you know but um and it's no different really with a lot of books geared towards Christian teens right it's mm-hmm. all about you know don't do this don't do that don't don't drink don't smoke don't chew or go with girls that do is what you know they said in my little town out in West Texas um <laughs>
0: so. oh oh we gotta <laughs> start putting a collection together at Texas YRs
1: yeah <laughs> and so um i really though, what i was like is i'm like okay great like i understand don't do all this stuff but what do i do like if i'm not doing all this like what do i spend my time doing because i didn't come from this background that it was all about what to do and i want to know how do i be a christian not just how do i not be bad you know yeah um how do i not stress out my youth pastor like that's you know <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but so I decided, you know, I, I didn't find much out there whenever I was a, a student and I kind of just had to figure it out. And, mm-hmm. um, and so that's kind of what I did. I just one step at a time, you know, I had some people who came around me in my life who were able to kind of speak into that and really help out. And so I decided once I was on this side of high school, um, by, by a few years, <laughs> I decided to just kind of write down a lot of the things that I learned and the things that helped me stay on, stay on the path that I'm on and, uh, wanted to be able to encourage some other people with it.
0: Yeah, uh, it has been a great deal more time than you since I have been in high school, so (laughs) uh, I don't know what more i have to relate other than what i went through and i certainly understand that uh, for my own personality though i like that you're giving uh, kids action points to take you know I, i'm a big solutions uh, driven person when someone comes to me with a problem i want things we can take action on right let's not lament on on the negativity let's not focus on what went wrong let's fi- focus on how we fix it how we improve it how we move it forward so uh, that's a good message uh, what's it called again it's called Handbook to High School Christianity. Excellent. And where can people pick that up if they if they want to learn more about that? Yeah, you
1: can pick it up on on Amazon, um, also on my website, uh, brendanwarf dot com. Uh, and yeah, either place, either place will have it there.
0: Excellent. Well, you know, what do you think? I I mean, you're, you're a parent to young kids, obviously. So, uh, as you're looking at this from your chaplain perspective, you know, to the other young Republicans out there who are at home with young kids, you know, they're finding out that the rest of the school year is canceled. Uh, you know, what are some of the thoughts that you think would help them, uh, continue to stay positive through this and, you know, what's the just general message of encouragement you have for them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um probably the biggest thing is want don't guilt yourself first off because like you're always like the thing is as a parent you are always going to have things that you think you could be doing better things that you're doing wrong i feel like my wife and i have this conversation with each other almost every night right one of us is feeling like oh i was a horrible person I i was a horrible parent when in reality you probably weren't um you probably yeah you know there's always things we can be doing better but um don't guilt yourself during this time and don't you know, because this is uncharted territory for all of us. This is our uncharted territory. We don't know. I mean, you know, we've never been through this before. Yeah. And so, you know, have a lot of grace with yourself as a parent because, like, right now, I mean, with the kids, they can also feel, you know, they can feel the stress in the air. They can feel, I mean, the thing is, regardless of this, like for us, I mean, like I said, my, my job, I'm, I've been really blessed. Like, we were already remote and everything like that. But even if, even if nothing's changed for you, specifically like they're still just in the air right now right there's a lot of heaviness there's a lot of stuff going on and kids pick up on that and they can feel that and sometimes they get they get kind of stressed out because you know it's crazy you're you can do everything right and still your kid could go you know go kind of (laughs) nuts i mean at times yeah and so that would be the biggest thing is just don't don't guilt yourself during this time
0: i think yeah, I mean they're they're little bundles of energy, and they recharge faster than we do. So you know it's 100%. <laughs> it's understandable. You know they've got smaller batteries. That's how it works, right? You know it takes uh, less time to fill the tank up, so they can just go go go, and they burn fast. Um, Absolutely. So uh, you're not getting much uh, in on the binge. Uh, of things. You're starting to learn some coding, anything else you're doing to kind of pass the time right now uh, and have any of the cultural trends uh, managed to catch you?
1: (laughs) One of the, uh, uh, when you say cultural trends, what, what exactly, uh, come
0: on, come on, Tiger King, man.
1: Oh man. hundred percent. Okay. My wife is from Oklahoma. So uh, (laughs) she
0: got Texas as
1: quick as she could. She always wanted to be a Texan. And so, you know, here yeah, she
0: is. Yeah. You blessed her a little bit, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> as best. you can. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. And, uh,
1: and so she actually started watching that. I was, um, I wasn't here for some reason or I was having meetings. I think I was having meetings. She started watching that. And so then she got me on it and now she's like, I don't feel <laughs> represented by tiger king. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I hope that means she, that it's not a reflection of her and her Oklahoma roots, you know? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I I I held off for a few days, but then yeah, of course, I started watching. I was hooked, and I I knew about Joe Exotic from before from the presidential run, just because you know I follow all the interesting candidates out there, including Vermin Supreme, who randomly decided to tweet me uh, a, a few months ago, and I got into a Twitter discussion with a presidential candidate. Uh, my life is weird right now. I don't understand it, uh, but. I guess that's uh, that's what quarantine life is bringing to us—just new adventures for everyone all around. Uh TYRF Live is coming up this week. Are you, are you looking forward to any events in particular? Are you going to be uh, taking part in movie night or or perhaps trivia night?
1: I definitely want to do uh, do both of those. To tell you the truth, um, I also I also am the uh, the chair of the Williamson County Club. Okay. And so uh we're doing a lot to try to make sure that we're doing our part in promoting that to our members too, because uh you know, I think it's I think it's really fun being able to do stuff together as a you know, as an organization even while we're all on all on quarantine. So. yeah,
0: you you know, you may be able to lure me away from Dustin in the Austin chapter. If we're in a quarantine much longer, I don't think I'll be able to claim my Austin status. I'm gonna have to officially become a Williamson County YR.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As long as the neighborhood calmed down. Jeez. I heard a a crazy story today about some guy uh, was building a bomb in his garage. So uh, I thought I moved away from the crazy when I left Austin and uh, man, small town, Texas. They'll they'll remind you every once in a while.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I grew up in small town, Texas. And so, man.
0: But, you know, uh, it brings up a valid concern. Like right now, as we look at this end, and we're having these discussions with elected officials about the safety concerns, right? There are apparently some individuals with ulterior motives who have free time on their hands right now. So I wonder what kind of public safety concerns this begins to raise as uh, they look at uh, some of the violent outbreaks that have happened recently. I mean, the the officers in San Marcos, you know, at, it, it seems like we're starting to reach an interesting tension point among people. Uh, is that what kind of spurred you to want to have this conversation? Is that you're kind of feeling it as well?
1: It really is, yeah. Um, I actually, so my, my stepdad is actually an officer out in West Texas. And uh, my brother, my brother isn't an officer, but he does a lot of security stuff out there. And um, just hearing stories of, of what's going on. And, you know, um, I, that's one of the reasons I do. I, I feel like self-care is, so important making sure that you know that we're taking care of it we're taking care of ourselves but also you know if you have a neighbor or somebody like that who you know you haven't heard from in a few days like just reaching out checking on them um because you know it can i mean just even somebody saying hey like hey how you doing with all this everything going okay um you know i've I've had a few people reach out to me and it really means a lot and you never know what you could be stopping you know there could be some guy with like you said who's got these motives who then Remember he remembers, hey, there are like actually kind people in the world and people who care about me. So I should, you know, not do the formal thing.
0: Yeah, and not to continue to pour on with uh some of the negative stories that we're hearing, but uh obviously the oil market today took a record dive. Um what is your counsel to people who are looking at these economic struggles, whether it's from the quarantine uh and the shelter in place? Uh, orders that have been put in place, or, uh, you know, the oil market, what uh, we're going to see happen, obviously, in West Texas, uh, where where your father is, you know, that industry is going to be heavily constricted as we move through this economy. But back to my original point, what is your message to people who are looking at that financial strife? And how do you kind of counsel them through that?
1: And that's, it's so tough. I, you know, I actually, so Midland Odessa is actually the area I'm from. So right smack dab in the middle of the Permian Basin. Um, and, you know, I have a lot of friends who are, who are dealing right in that situation. And I mean, one of the big, one of the big things I would say is, you know, don't, don't do anything drastic first off, you know, to where, all, you know, we see people who something like this happens and they just take, they take an extreme, you know, action that can't be reversed. Um, and that, that's something that, you know what, like, it's a, this is a problem that we've, you know, I mean, we've never seen it go this low before, but you know, this this kind of, it may sound funny, but one of the, one of kind of my mottos in life is the story isn't over if the story isn't good. And, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that God is good and God is gonna, you know, we may be in a rough season right now, but don't let this rough season completely ruin the rest of your life and ruin other seasons that are going to be good and that are going to be you know are going to be full of life and full of you know good stuff just because of a temporary season where things things may really really i mean really really suck you know i mean i actually went through a season then last year i guess it was in 2018 where actually i lost my dad and i lost three close friends all within a month of my dad passing away and uh and also at the same time we had we had i was between jobs there was a whole lot of stuff going on and it was it was hard. I mean, it was very, very hard. And I, you know, one of the things that I just chose to do is, you know what, I leaned into my support system. First off, like, I talked to my wife about it, it took me a while, because, you know, I'm a big bootstraps guy, just pull yourself up, keep moving forward. And, uh, and so finally, like, it took me coming to the point where I was like, I'm like, I'm not okay. And just admitting that and, and talking to her and, and really reaching out to people. Also spent a lot of time. I mean, I spent a lot of time in the in the Bible and just you know, took time to read, took time to make sure I was feeling, acknowledge what's going on, acknowledge what you're feeling. Um, especially I know, I know at least a lot of the guys and a lot of the guys I grew up with, like tend to be like, I'm not feeling anything. I'm all that is man. And, you know,
0: <laughs> Anger is not and, a feeling. It is not a feeling as a tool. Anger is not a feeling.
1: Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and if you keep going on like that, you'll just, you'll hurt yourself. That's all sure. you'll do, you know? And I, I realized that actually I felt like I kind of came face to face with myself and in that time. And so I came home, I was actually at a at a meeting at a church meeting uh, with some of our leadership team and nobody even said anything to me about it. Nobody noticed. Cause again, I'm just like, keep moving forward. And, um, but I felt like really, I felt like the Holy spirit just kind of was like, Hey, like you're dealing with this and you need to acknowledge it. And so I came home and I, I went to my wife and I was like, babe, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I've kind of been a jerk <laughs> and I haven't acknowledged what's going on. Um, so really that's, that's a big thing. Lean into your support system. Don't make any drastic decisions. Don't make a decision based on something that, I mean, in the long scheme of things is going to be temporary. Don't make a decision based on just this one moment, not thinking about the rest of the rest of time. Right. Um, that'd be probably my biggest thing. And also, you know, again, focusing on the positives. Take a minute, like, you know what? If you're in the middle of this, if you're in the, you know, I've got a lot of friends who've just lost their jobs, you know, mm. just because of the oil stuff Yeah. and, um, you know, take a minute, look in your kid's eyes. Mm. Like, honestly, you know, take a minute and remember why, like, why do you work so hard in the first place? Yeah. Because whenever you keep the first things first and remember why you you were doing what you were doing anyways, it's a lot easier to go. Okay. Instead of, you know, Drowning my sorrows or trying to do whatever like I can look at my kids and I can go, okay You're the reason i'm working so hard anyways, so i'm gonna take a minute. I'm gonna breathe i'm gonna heal and we're gonna figure something out
0: Yeah, uh, and that's a great message. I know it's something I saw my father exemplify uh, he lost his job during this whole coronavirus shutdown and so Um, you know, he turned it into a positive and said, look, I'm going to finally get to work on some things that I've been putting on the back burner for a long time. So, uh, the other thing is to always remember that there are local organizations that are here to help. Uh, we see it, it. through RPT serves, through what the Texas YRs are doing, uh, individual candidates and campaigns, uh, elected officials. There's tons of resources out there, how you can find out how to get, uh, resources locally through food banks, uh, through shelters, churches, all of these groups are still active. Um, I guess as we wrap up here, has it been a little strange for you to have to do church from home or have you and the family been actually making it into the sanctuary?
1: Um, it has been a little bit strange. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it's been kind of fun because really, I mean, with risk, sounding cliche. I mean, you look in the Bible and the church isn't technically a building when Jesus talks about the church, he talks about the people. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you know what, like God can move and we can come together as a body over technology. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm a high eye on the disc assessment. Don't know if y'all know what that is, but, um, which means I like, I de-stress by being around people, but um, <laughs> so it's been it's been an adjustment. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's great that we can at least have service virtually.
0: Yeah. Uh, if if anyone out there is looking for recommendations, uh, Tommy Nelson, Denton Bible Church is my first go to uh, uh, First Baptist Temple. Uh, I love their live streams uh, from when I used to go to that church, uh, Temple Bible Church as well. Uh, you got any suggestions for folks who are looking for a place to start if they're uh, looking for some spiritual guidance at this time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm a part of Bethel Church here in Austin. Uh, it's a church plant out of actually out of California, but um, we're uh, you know all online. You can find it on Facebook. Also, I know um, I know one really big ser- church that they actually do services throughout the week on their online thing, not just not just one day a week. Is Life Church um, mm-hmm. out of Oklahoma City? Um, but yeah, but here in here in Texas, I know for sure at Bethel Austin.
0: Yep. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking the time, uh, and I don't want to eat up too much uh, free parent time while the kids are in bed, and you and your wife can like <laughs> sit there and uh, you know try and figure out for real what happened with Carol Baskin's husband. You know, yeah. that may, maybe YRs can solve that mystery during one of these live events this week. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. Uh, one more time, the name of the book and where people can pick it up.
1: Yeah, uh, Handbook to High School Christianity. And you can pick it up on Amazon or brendanworth.com.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much, Brandon. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you again to Brendan for joining us. Thank you to you for listening. If you're wondering why I sound all hyped up uh, in the intro, it's because I have been drinking coffee nonstop because I'm at home and I got the Keurig and I just, uh, you know, pop in the H-E-B pecan, K K-cup. And I'm off to the races. It's getting unhealthy at this point. point, four or five cups a day. I'm pretty sure I shouldn't do that. In any case, let's, let's turn back to the real focus, Brendan. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, his book again, handbook to high school Christianity. You can pick it up at his website, brendanworth.com slash resources. Um, I, I think we are all going to uh, understand a little bit better about ourselves by the time this thing is over. Uh, it does appear that the end is within sight uh, by all indications of the data. We seem to be on the other side of the curve. Cases continue to go down or at least deaths do. Uh, Testing capacity is maintaining and so uh, the results of those may continue to level off or increase as we get more of that capacity. Uh, But the good news is that we're seeing fewer and fewer deaths here in Texas. So uh, that spells good news. If you haven't seen uh, a few reps have put out information from DSHS about how to safely reopen a business if you're a small business owner Or if you're just a customer and you want uh, advice on what to do with all these packages coming to your door, what do you do if someone's delivering favor? Uh, How do you engage and interact as we slowly turn the economy back on? Uh, And we're going to be having more conversations about that. We've got more elected officials that are going to come on and tell us what is happening at the federal level, what they're doing at the state level, what we can do to continue to address this coronavirus and gear up for November because it is still coming. November 2020 is going to be a crucial time for us. Republicans need to get active. We need to make sure that we're staying engaged, that we're being informed of what is happening now so we can hold those elected officials accountable. And we can also uh, ensure that those who are seeking our vote are doing their part now to show that they will serve the community now and in the future if elected. So we hope to keep them honest here on the big texas podcast you can follow us on twitter and instagram at big texas podcast make sure you're following the texas young republicans on facebook twitter and instagram and just be healthy be active uh you know protect yourself use good common sense uh you know your safety is important but you know also make sure you don't go crazy go for a run you know the parks are opening up they're saying you got to wear a mask while you go to the park do what you got to do right we'll get through this friends Till next time, we'll see you down the road.